Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. Each year for the past few years on the Smart Thinking Podcast, I've shared with you some tips for setting yourself in the right direction as we head into the new year. I was renewed in this motivation this past week when I finished a certification program in change management in a program that would help me be a better leader of change and more importantly, help and coach others through all of the weird resistances to change. And during the training, there were a few key findings that I'm going to share with you today that I think will help you be better for yourself this year, which means you'll be better for others. New Year's is what is known as a life cycle ritual, something that allows all of us to have a fresh start, at least in our minds, and employ traditions and and celebrate. It is a clean slate for the new year and provides a sense of hope. I love it because it is one time when most people are optimistic. However, too often I run into people who are filled with enthusiasm in January and by February they're back to the middle of the road or slightly pessimistic last year version of themselves, which I've never understood. There's only one version of you. It is a forward-moving version. It has only one life and yet we'll too often procrastinate towards optimism. We'll blame others for our circumstances, and we find fault in the processes around us that should be making us better. However, in the very end, there's only one person who makes the choices, which is why this year, this year is the year of accountability. And as a result of our natural willingness to chase the path of least resistance and say to ourselves things like, I'm just going to have an extra portion tonight and I'll start eating better tomorrow. It's funny to me because people will say that two months in a row every night. We make empty promises to ourselves. We, we need to increase our own accountability. And that involves adding others to the equation. As leaders, we have a key obligation to ourselves to constantly be looking for the opportunity to get better. Remember, our influence comes with our presence, and that is what makes us a leader. And it is also by our own example that others learn new ways to approach problems that they are facing. Many leaders are stuck until someone else, intentionally or unintentionally, shows them a new way. Usually, that person is unknowing in their example. So that's why it's so important for us every day to be working on making ourselves better leaders. This year is about accountability, not to our jobs or to others, to ourselves. To promise ourselves to get better, to be brighter for others, to grow stronger, to find ways to persevere when life gets tough, because life is always tough. And the scale just seems to change as we journey forward. Now, in my learning this past week, we studied the science of change and how difficult it is for organizations to change and individuals within those organizations to change. On past New Year's podcasts, I used to speak to you about people I call used twos. These are the people I would see at my local YMCA on the days following New Year's who'd come in with new clothes on and a great level of enthusiasm, take over all of the machines, get in the way of all of the normal people, and take the place over. 
After nearly two decades of observing this same pattern every year after the new year, I began to see that about 90% of the new people disappeared by Valentine's Day in the middle of February. And then I'd see them in public and I'd think, hey, they used to come to the Y. They used to work out. I see them everywhere and in every organization. People who have the initial willingness to change, but then lose the desire and drive. Why? Well, they don't have any accountability. And that leads us to a story and a process. Now, when Megan and I were first married in 1997, we were so excited that we both had jobs, we were young teachers, we had a dual income, and we thought we had it made because we could buy nice Christmas gifts for each other. Put that in quotes. Now, I realize that sounds insane, but when you're in your early 20s with dual income and you're feeling pretty good, you do some pretty fun things for each other if you can, and we were very blessed. Anyway, we decided with all of our money in quotes, two young teachers, that we were going to buy each other a nice gift for Christmas. And I bought her a bracelet, and she bought me a watch. I wore that watch every day for 20 years. And then, on our 20th anniversary, as a symbol, she bought me a new watch. And it transformed my life. Because, weirdly, it held me accountable. And it made me better. She bought me an iWatch from Apple. Now, you may ask, how does a watch make you accountable? Well, it certainly has not made me more timely. If anything, that is one of the negatives about the watch, and that is, I know so much all the time that I never have enough time. But the accountability of the watch came in when I saw a significant shift in my behaviors, my health, my energy, my leadership, and overall awareness of my surroundings. The watch was a direct connection to others who were holding me accountable, and not on purpose. So how was that? Well, weirdly, I hooked it up and started sharing my data with my brother Tom, who's three years younger than me, and my close friend and brother-in-law Andrew. And it changed the game, the game of my life and leadership. How? Well, every day these two would see my progress, my workouts, my data. This created a weird weight for me. I exercise in one way or another every day. I run three days a week and then I walk one. Then I run three and I walk one. Then I ride one day and then I repeat the cycle over and over and again. Why? Because I was born caffeinated and I have to move in the morning or every run around me gets a little extra version of me. And it's pretty hard to be around me with I have that much energy. So once I added the watch, all of a sudden I had this mysterious accountability that was making me look at my daily goals each day, each hour, and suddenly I could see when Tom and Andrew were closing their fitness activities and what they were up to, and it happened all day long, and suddenly I found myself looking at my watch and realizing that I needed to get out more, and I needed to do more, and I needed to be in motion, and I couldn't sit still, and I would come home exhausted from a long day and go for a quick walk with the dog just to close my rings or to make sure that they saw that I was active in the evening. They never said anything to me. Now, in addition to the motivation and accountability when you are sharing your data, a friendly amount of ribbing begins to take place. Text started to go back and forth when a workout was completed. A random half-mile walk might be followed by a sarcastic text from my brother saying, Did you miss the bus? The watch changed my behavior, and Tom's, and Andrew's. But you don't have to run out and buy a watch this year to increase your accountability. Nope. 
You just have to institute a process. Now, the process. Well, wait. Before I give you the process, I want to share with you the key to change as you head into the next year. First, it starts with you and you building an awareness of the need for change. Yeah, you. You have to say to yourself, I need to change. Are you tired of feeling sorry for yourself? Then you have to say to yourself, I need to stop feeling sorry for myself. Are you tired of being too busy? Well, then make the changes necessary to shift your schedule. Are you wanting to be healthy? Then make the decision to build your awareness to be healthier and make the changes that you need. Because what change is, is it's what you need in the moment and you have to decide what you're going to do and then make the decision. You don't need a calendar or a process map. You need a mindset that says, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to look for optimism. And once you make yourself aware of the change, there are a lot of very simple steps you need to take. And they all begin with choice. In every moment, you have to choose. You have to choose what you will do, how you will think, how you will judge, and you also need to find that accountability like I did with the watch. Now, that watch is like an anchor on my wrist, an anchor of accountability, a little device with no emotions and no heartbeat, only data that continues to inform me and shift my own emotions, emotions that often used to cloud my ability to make the choices I need to make. Before that little heartless technology got put on my wrist, I used to make decisions that I wanted to, like skipping walking and Maybe having another piece of toffee or a cookie or, I don't know, some ice cream. Frankly, I made a lot of want choices this past week. Well, anyways, I digress. The research on change shows that you are most likely to change if you, as a person, have two people supporting the process in your life. I call it the boss and your boss in your life. Now, in the world of work, This is like the CEO or your superintendent with a key message calling for change and then your closest manager or your personal boss or your principal sharing the same message of change with you and then telling you how to do it. But telling you, showing you, and coaching you to the change. Developing processes with you. Making sure that you understand the personal impact, the consequences of changing, and the consequences of not changing. Well, when you're a single person on New Year's Eve blowing a horn, trying to exploit your new year for the intent of getting better, how in the world do you do it if you are both the boss and your boss? Simple. Invite someone else to your change. A year of accountability begins with you designing some process to keep yourself accountable, and I want to encourage you to find an accountability process that is both reliable, inexpensive, and has high ownership in your success. And that means another person. This is not a what process, it is instead a who process. Who in your life is going to be able to hold you accountable? You see, the iWatch vibrating on my wrist would have zero effect on me if it was strangers on the other end of it, who I never met, never laughed with, never cried with, and never had a relationship based on love and trust with. Oh God, I hope my brother's never listening to this because if he does, he's going to hear those compliments and it's going to go straight to his head. Anyway, accountability begins with you being vulnerable and inviting others onto the journey. You want proof of how bad we are with taking care of ourselves? Look to physicians. Did you know that between 20 and 30% of prescriptions from your physicians are never filled? People never go get them. And that 50% of the people with chronic diseases who actually do go get their medication for diseases like cholesterol and blood pressure and diabetes, that they don't even take them? 
to ensure their own life will go on? Now with that, how in the world do we expect ourselves to shift our mindsets, do more for others, or simply be happier? If half of us won't even take our medications to live a healthier life? Well, you all need a Tom or Andrew in your life. Now here's the smart thinking process. You need to create an accountability relationship or an accountability coach with someone. You need to ask them, yes, you need to ask them and be vulnerable and also give them permission to hold you accountable. But you need to ask the other person to check in on you, to call you and see how things are going. There is great psychological support for this. Simply sharing your desire for change and improvement with another person shifts your mental wiring. How? Well, a weird little thing creeps into your mind. You know that they know what you know, and now they know what needs to be done in order to get you where you know you need to get. That adds weight, adds accountability, and changes the game. Why? Well, if you set an intentional time and date to touch base every week with someone with the sole intent of sharing your progress, you will procrastinate until that very moment. Or you'll want to be able to share with them your success. I mean, admit it. You floss pretty aggressively the week before the dentist appointment so you have good gum numbers. But you don't always floss every day. Imagine life if you had a dentist appointment every week to check your gum numbers. You'd floss all the time. Well, if every week you had scheduled a 7.15 a.m. phone call and the other line was you and someone you've partnered with to hold each other accountable, you know what will happen? You'll coach each other to success. You'll lie once in a while to just kind of get past it. But most importantly, you'll feel a sense of obligation to the other person to be better because when the call's over, you're going to feel fulfilled or guilty. But what happens is each time you are about to choose to eat more or be negative, you realize that you have to be accountable to another person in your own success. Left to our own, we make all types of excuses. I can only imagine the excuses of people who do not take their medication, but now you need to think about how to truly capture the energy of a new year and fuel it by being held accountable. The important thing for you moving forward in life and this year is that to truly change, you are unlikely to be able to do it alone, which is why the process here is to seek out an accountability coach, a friend or a colleague that will be blunt with you, hold you to your own promises, and call you out on your excuses. There is no room left for excuses, only room for improvement. I want you to think about this from the context of three places, life, learning, and our work. Here are the qualifications for people that you should get to become your accountability coach, because these would be great accountability coaches. Someone who will not engage your emotions or narratives like a loved one will. Meaning, if I choose my wife, the guilt will likely compound and my defensiveness will likely lead to conflict instead of change. Pick someone on the outside who knows you well enough but that you will be held accountable to them without being defensive. Someone who has demonstrated the courage to give you feedback from a place of care and concern. Someone who is not intimidated by you. Someone who has skills in helping you navigate hurdles. Someone who is a little too honest but thoughtful in their support. Someone who, when given the permission to push you, will. 
Now, imagine a world where you reciprocate this type of love and support, where you equally push back, pull, and stand next to another. Well, don't imagine it. Instead, this week, between now and the New Year's, think about who will this person be for you. Meet with them and explain what you want to do differently this year, how you want to improve, and how you need them to hold you accountable. And then share your expected outcomes. Give them permission to be vulnerable for you. Tackle you, figuratively, please. Designate a weekly time to connect by phone, not texts, and have a weekly accountability huddle where you each work to make each other stronger. It's like my watch, except it's weekly. And then you're having the conversation around, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? What you committed yourself to doing? Those conversations will change your behavior. It is very easy to convince yourself that you can begin tomorrow or next week. But it is very difficult to mislead someone who you've given permission to call you out on your personal misleading behaviors. My watch has no willingness to lie to me or mislead me or tell me that I'm handsome, funny, or fast. When I see others working on bettering themselves, like my brother and my brother-in-law, Tom and Andrew, I hear a voice within me say, you can, I'll get to it. When it is just me, it's so easy. It's too easy to convince myself that I can do it tomorrow. There is a weird relief when I convince myself to skip whatever it is I said I'd do, which begs the ultimate question about being a Buffalo leader and willing to run into the storms that face us. If I am not making the best choices for myself, if I am not supporting others by being the best version of myself, then what kind of leader am I being? What kind of leadership am I practicing? Well, ultimately, it's 2022 which is why this year has to be the year of accountability. No more looking back. No more worrying. Just being accountable. Changing mindsets. Changing behaviors. Working on my health. Working on my skills. Working on my wisdom. That's what we need to work on. Accountability to be the best version of ourselves. To be healthier. To be stronger. To be the best for others. Because if we can't hold ourselves accountable, how can we guide others to the highest level of success? if we can't even stand in the mirror with integrity. Lots of people used to be. Those who had hope as a strategy, who used to be ready to start tomorrow, a tomorrow that was always the next day. And there are plenty of people who used to aspire to get better, but do not make the time. And ultimately, after the smart thinking, my hope for you is that you used to be someone who hoped it would work, but now... Now you're going to hold yourself accountable. You're going to find a coach. You're going to achieve your aspirations and you're going to be accountable to yourself. And maybe one of the other listeners will call you to make them accountable to their potential. Either way, it starts right now with a choice. Are you in or are you out? So let's do some smart thinking. List who you will ask to hold you accountable. Describe what it is you want to improve this year. And finally, describe who you could support as an accountability coach. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. Hey, as always, thank you for listening, and please make certain to share and rate this podcast. I do very much appreciate you listening to the podcast and was excited a couple weeks ago when I logged in to post some information and learned that we've had over 150,000 downloads. Also, 
Thank you to the Well Pennies for their great music. I hope you got a chance to listen to some of their holiday pieces this year. And please make certain to download their music and follow them on your music platform. All right. Now, depending on when you listen to this, you've either got a few days to prepare or a few hours to catch up. Either way, you get 365 new days ahead of you. You get 8,760 hours. You get 525,600 minutes to be better, to be accountable. Now, regardless of which time description impresses you, those are all your minutes, hours, and days to use to make choices. The choice to be accountable to yourself so that you can be better for others or live without accountability and be a used to. Accountability sounds to many people like a threat when actually it's far from it. It's a complimentary term that can drive you to new levels of success. Once my watch started sending me notices and others started watching, my levels of personal cognition shifted significantly, knowing that I was going to report out to others my progress well, it changed my behavior. And this, well, that follows all the science. You, by yourself, can make a lot of good decisions, but amplify the ability. Grow better, grow forward, and grow for others by simply asking another person to be there for you, to listen, call you out, and help you get to wherever it is you need to be. Trusting, loving relationships are not the norm, and neither is happiness. Why? Because we too often pick shortcuts and quit on ourselves. 2022 seems like the perfect year to shift this. We can look back and review all of the slights, pains, and hurdles from 2021, or we can take the muscles, the wisdom, and the perseverance that we grew and gained and go. Go forward by asking others to join us on our journey. Why? Listen to this. 95% of people who start a fitness class with a friend finish it. 95%. That's insane. And why? When you look at the research, it states very clearly because, quote, I didn't want to let the other person down. Well, that is why this is the year of accountability. We're not going to let ourselves down or anyone else. Now, if this isn't enough, well, this past year, 2021, it was the year of the buffalo in Chinese tradition. And we charged hard this past year. But now, 2022, is the year of the tiger. And it's time to charge again, harder, smarter, and faster. Set your goals and change your life by finding that accountability coach who will be there with you each week. And just like a workout partner, will be there for you and won't want to let you down. We'll learn from you and grow you forward into the year like no other. (laughs) Because it's 2022, baby. The year of accountability. Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot and days of old anxiety? For all anxiety.
acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind should all acquaintance be forgot and all Yeah, for all the land.